So hi friends and welcome to Crick Vidya's uh, cricket podcast. Uh, and today we'll be uh, reviewing the first test uh, between India and Australia. And uh, we'll also preview the second test, uh, the Boxing Day test uh, starting at MCG on 26th. And to discuss this, uh, I have with me uh, Manju. Uh, hi Manju, welcome to the podcast. Hi. And our special guest and now a regular guest, uh, Bharat. Hey Bharat. Thanks, thanks. Welcome back. So, Bharat, uh, uh, I think uh, the discussion has to start with uh, the 36 all out, the new record. Uh, so, in short, your views on that. Should we read too much into it or treat it as a one-off and move on? When, when you get all out for say 36 or 50 or whatever, the best thing any, any can, can do is just to take it as one off and go on. Obviously, that's not something uh, that might not help in a way because uh, obviously you have not allowed for 36, but that's, that's the best thing any can, can do. Take it as a one off and uh, go on. Think that you won't get worse than this. The 36 hours. Obviously, the batting, perhaps there was maybe you can say there was few technical issues or whatever an expert might say, but I have to say that was some of the best seam bowling I've seen over say 20, 29 years of whatever cricket I watched or listened, and some of the best seam bowling I've seen. It, it is not like the Indian batsman only got out to serve four shots. Uh, also has excellent deliveries with a hint of swing and solid C movement. Uh, so, some on Twitter obviously didn't agree when I said that, but mm. you could see even afterwards, you can see with data that the delivery to Rane was around one, uh, seemed 1.2 or 1.4 degrees. That's by any 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 pitch of imagination that is solid sea movement so whatever is they definitely did uh, enough of the surface with some grass covering so and the bowl in right areas got some bounds it was an exceptional bowling performance so what the opponent can say is yes it was a sort of one off Australia won't bowl it won't at least the Cummins Hazelwood and Com Hazelwood and company at least won't reach that kind of elevated level again Mm. Uh, and uh, we can only get better. Definitely, India had a very good chance there, but with a lead of 62 on third day, but true. I think uh, I'll also tend to agree. Uh, Manju, any thoughts? Uh, any different thoughts? Yeah, mainly uh, we all discussed how the collapse occurred, uh, but then as a coach, as a team management, what do you tell your batsman after this has happened? Before the next test, I think it's mainly in this sort of situation. Perhaps it comes down to mindset. You can't change someone's technique in three or four days, right? The best thing you can say is see, uh, perhaps make a, make an individual X player or Y player, uh, make him watch some video where he's got 100, 120. <laughs> and that that can be one of the ways. Still, you are very good. We have done this before. Why can't you do it again? And we have heard enough about from players. We might have some other uh, weaknesses, but we have heard enough about Ravi Shastri's motivational skills. I don't need to add <laughs> something. <laughs> the guy who, who went and told uh, uh, Narendra Irwani 
उसका डंडा निकालेगा वो वेट और सो मेनी टाइम्स उट द्लिपर फर्स्ट बॉल इट सेल्फ मुंबई प्लेयर्स इंजर्ड and uh, there is a general consensus that uh, prithvi shaw would also get dropped and obviously virat kohli is not there so shami and virat kohli uh, definitely not playing uh, but prithvi shaw is also someone uh, who is facing uh, a lot of criticism so i uh, i think uh, you also mentioned in our last podcast that you would want uh, uh, shubman to actually open instead of uh, prithvi shaw so you think uh, now is uh, high time that it should happen yes uh, i would have opened with gil but in the same way i sort of feel a bit of sympathy for shaw because the medium play in conditions that were alien to him unfamiliar climbs for someone whose technique seems to be more suited to asian conditions the medium play in some alien conditions and now they're going to drop at mcg where if if anything if shaw shaw could get runs at pitches perhaps at <laughs> mcg or scg with the medium play in adelaide but obviously i would have definitely picked how those to play in the warm up games uh, those warm up games will look slightly better of the two kl rahul is another choice but isn't played red ball cricket forever while he hasn't looked like a test opener this for a while he look more like kl rahul 2.0 is उटो Jadeja coming in, and obviously it looks like Saha is in danger of losing his place with Pant coming in, and obviously there's a force change as well with Shami coming in. So that four five, that four five changes that could uh, come into the Indian team. So that the, definitely I am not a fan of it, but in this case of making too many changes, but in this case it looks like obviously too. Two changes are forced changes, as you know. Kohli is going on leave, and the other one is Shami uh, getting injured. But obviously, I would have will MCG test. I would have him in in the opening test as well. So I think, uh, yeah, net net. If we look at, uh, we should call it two changes only because uh, two are forced. So we should not look at it as four changes and then start discussing so many changes and all those things. So let's. Uh, uh, put our focus on vridhiman saha for uh, uh, one or two minutes so uh, he actually um, before the test there were many people who were saying that uh, saha should be playing and he's the best keeper and suddenly now the consensus seems to be shifting that saha doesn't have the technique to uh, bat at least uh, in these conditions and also talks about uh, this being his last test that uh, now his 
career should be uh, over and punt should be given a long go so your thoughts on such drastic shift sahab we look decent in the practice game actually to his credit on day one of that adelaide test when the ball was going around quite a bit uh, there's one delivery from start that seemed to come in and then leave him off the scene Uh, when you think of that, the 25-30 deliveries actually battled hard. But then came the second day, he got out a soft dismissal. Then came the next day, again got out a soft dismissal. It is not like he got out to some very good deliveries or deliveries where this where it swung in or seemed away. So th- that was quite curious from someone who is known to be a sort of gritty batsman. If you know, he's not known to be someone who plays a lot of shots, but at least he's known to be someone who's gritty. But he got out of two soft dismissals, so I, I think in that case, uh, he's on a very weak wicket because it's not like he, he got out a very good delivery where one can show that there's a good nut. It's fine. So yes, there's a, obviously when when you lose a test match, when you lose so badly, obviously the uh, question marks would be asked, and if you ask fans or even experts, there would be drastic uh, shift, as you would say, because. It's come after 36 all out. When when it's 36 all out, there will be all kinds of suggestions. Uh, one or two might even suggest take out six seven players and uh, bring in six seven new players. What will happen? So there will be such kind of suggestions. But looking at how he got out to so, two soft dismissals, is uh, 36 year old now. Uh, then I think it's better to back a. Your younger keeper because he's going to be around for a longer period of time. Investment. I thought might be. I just said I thought it might be. Hard deserves at least one chance, perhaps because he at least looked pretty in the in a practice game and he's a pretty good keeper. But after those two soft dismissals and now he's 36, 35, 36 as well. I don't think he's much time on the sides. At least, I, of course, I'm thinking about his cricketing career. So. Thing. This is a lot of time on his hands in terms of It's really funny that uh, suddenly people have realized that he's 36 years old. <laughs> There was no real talk about it <laughs> till the first test. It was an old fact, but at least he looked seemed like a gritty cricketer. At least seemed like a couple of matches I saw. At least seemed like someone who could play that kind of uh, gritty innings. But two soft dismissals. I think it is time to look for someone else because it, it is not like he got out a really good nut or a good delivery. Hmm. And Bharat, uh, what's your take on the Shami injury? You, uh, I think there have been unconfirmed news that he's out of uh, the entire series. Confirmed. So uh, BCCI confirmed. has not. Uh, has BCCI yeah, also confirmed? It's not confirmed only. Okay. okay. As well, uh, confirmations are mostly confirmed. Okay. Going to fly back. So Shami is uh, basically out. Even on at the end of the test match, Kohli himself said that uh, on the line that he couldn't really move his hand or some something like that. So yeah. one one could observe or one could at that time self-capsulize that Shami is probably out. So Kohli actually wanted somebody to accompany him back. On the flight, so I think <laughs> he got a somebody not in a sling. <laughs> so, uh, so since we are talking with about Shami, so now he's not there. 
So uh, who would be your pick for the third seamer? Assuming you want to go for a three seam bowling attack. If it's a third seamer, I would look at perhaps Siraj only. But again, uh, could one one now could depend on the conditions. Uh, last time around when Australia played New Zealand, uh, that seemed to be a little more in the pitch uh, for 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 the fast bowlers. Uh, I think New Zealand and Australia bowl, fast bowlers, both of them, uh, both units took a few wickets here and there. So it is compared to the Ashes 2017-18. There was a little more in. Need for the pace when it seems like that, but it could also be slow turner. Who knows? But mm. if about third seamers, uh, then I would, def- I, would, I would look at I think uh, Siraj. I heard that the MCG curator, I think it's Page, might be Page. He sort of worked on those concrete slabs and all. He's uh, removed the concrete slab or something like that. So it might offer a little more. Uh, last time around also offered a little more for the pace. Okay, Manju, any different thoughts? Would you play Navdeep Saini? Uh, well, he's a hit the deck seamer and uh, a little different from uh, Siraj, but depends on how his uh, radar is. On the practice game, he was not very promising. So probably like and looking at what they did for the thirty-six all out, uh, we can choose a guy who can inflict it back on them <laughs> with the same skills. So maybe Siraj in that respect. True. True. Uh, but uh, also, let's talk about uh, whether it makes sense to go go with two spinners. Uh, many people have also said that we should have five bowlers, and the replacement for Kohli should be actually Jadeja. So, okay. so thoughts, uh, both of you. Uh, Bharat, we'll start with you. I am someone who would say, especially to back six batsmen. Uh, unless you have someone who can really bat at, of course you can push uh, someone like if you pick Pant or someone like that, you can push him for one slot up and have Jadeja at seven or something like that. But uh, the MCG expect conditions to be good for batting at least better than what we saw at Adelaide where the ball seemed around. So in, on such in such conditions, what you want, you would like to win the toss, bat first. Get about 450, 500 runs on the board, like what uh, India did in 2018-19. Get get runs on the board, then hope that uh, track could get slower or slightly slower, and the bowlers can uh, can come into play then with odd cracks. So the best thing you can, I would say, the best thing you can do is pick six batsmen, get runs on the board, and then back your four bowlers. And unless you have such, such a quality all-rounder, then you're so not too sure. Of that kind of a move, why would you want to go with five balls? You want to put runs on the get runs on the board in such conditions, and the best way to get runs on the board is back at six thousand. Definitely, the conditions you expect it to be better than Adelaide, and you have to back your batsman to get runs in such conditions. Mm-hmm. Which fan of uh, getting Jadeja in for his for his batting skills? If I have to pick Jadeja. Could be mainly for his bowling skills. I understand he's good as a batsman, but if I have to pick Jadeja in the team. I would look mainly at his bowling skills and then for his batting. So just to clarify, six batsmen doesn't include Pant, right? He's number seven. When you say six batsmen, Pant doesn't get included. Yeah. Okay. So Manju, uh, any different thoughts? Would you play Jadeja for Virat Kohli? Uh, 
no if you look at what australia has been doing uh, they have these three seamers and lion but the thing is they have lion who is like ready to even bowl one whole session unchanged from one end so we don't have that kind of defensive spin option so for a country like india who is uh, touring uh, like australia and you have to win a test match the best option is by uh, taking wickets so if you want to take 20 wickets i always go with five proper bowlers and tell the batsman that the least you can do is to get us a total 285 or 320 to bowl at if we bat first okay so a little different strategy but who would you replace jadeja with i would like, give one more game to vihari okay no but if you are saying five bowlers then who misses out yeah so then uh, this uh, then obviously in place of vihari then jadeja i would be expecting him to be a bowler okay that is the thing yeah okay got it okay and then uh, now uh, there's a big debate about the batting order as also so right. uh, a few people have said that uh, kl rahul should open and then shubman gill especially because he's making his debut also should bat in middle order uh, and then uh, there are a few who are saying that kl rahul uh, no longer has uh, that sound technique uh, to be uh, batting as an opener and uh, gill has already shown that uh, in the practice matches that he can be the opener uh, that india is looking for so bharat uh, which side are you on uh, this discussion uh, i would say i would go with gill as an opener and gill somewhere in the middle order if i really look at this to batsman because still people say he doesn't really open but if you look at his first class record even for punjab he used to open with uh, sanvin singh used to open with jyotish singh with his in 18 so not like it's not open in first class cricket and he can definitely bat in the top order uh, so in the practice game he has played in practice games kl rahul hasn't played in uh, practice game, uh, in the practice games he's not played red ball cricket for a while so but really starting it to be the middle order for kl rahul instead of opening because he's not batted at that slot Uh, for a while in red ball cricket i'm saying hmm. because when when was the last time he played red ball cricket for a while ago yeah so, um, suddenly played a white ball which swings for two three overs and then kl rahul this day even in uh, one day cricket batting in the middle order uh, comes in when the white ball is not swinging or doing anything and then suddenly comes up so no opener is red ball 100% every every professional like this red ko cover or the pink ko cover at least will do something off the surface or, or swing a little bit or 15 or something mm. so in that sense why would you why would you have someone who wasn't really uh, open at that or hasn't really played red ball cricket mm. so, manju any different thoughts Uh, well uh, if your name is rahul you'll have to keep wickets and open the batting some day so uh, he has chosen to go down this path and i also saw one old interview of his when he was 17 years of age when he said he wants to emulate rahul dravid so i think as far as character and the effort everything is there technically many will not agree but currently the like position wise he is the only stop gap arrangement which i feel can be made 
so maybe only for the series or something they may want to open it and also there could be a thought process that uh, out of gill and kl rahul who do you want to continue with once rohit sharma comes so yes. if the team management prefers to uh, continue with gill they would want kl rahul to open and if it is otherwise then uh, it might be that uh, shubman gill opens because uh, once rohit comes back and uh, there is a uh, very it is highly likely that he will be the second opener this out and just one more point i think what india really lack is someone is a left handed decent uh, decent to good left handed opener because to take an example uh, josh hazelwood himself was saying of the 2017-18 ashes as england had quite a few left handers he got into this habit of side bend because it to ball it across the left handed batsman he got into this bad habits so the bowler really has to even though hazelwood got wickets in the series the bowler bowler has to really adjust to the left handed uh, batsman uh, by bowling it across across him or obviously one one to swing back you know something like that so i think india are, are lacking in that sense the uh, good left handed opener solid left handed test opener that's something that might have actually helped in as well in adelaide and not just opener they don't really have anybody uh, left handed so that is also even if you have middle order a couple of left handers that actually helps but they don't really have anybody in the batting lineup now maybe pant will come but uh, i think jadeja might also help in uh, such a scenario um, but uh, maybe and also uh, your thoughts on let's say vihari opening and both of them being in the middle order it's been discussed quite a bit uh, see vihari has said before that is for seven seven eight years played in middle order for so long and even when you opened once or twice seemed to have a problem or a short ball obviously is it Russia or two against uh, incoming delivery so why why to sort of Uh, make you open the batting when he's batted in the middle order for for so long. It's, it's like minimizing his batting potential, right? It's, 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 someone bats at four, four or five in domestic cricket or officially at three, and then suddenly you push him to the top of the order against Hazelwood, uh, hmm. uh, Stark, or Cummins, uh, Red uh, Red Kakabara, which will do everything. Why 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 to mess up with someone? wrong Uh, because i don't think uh, this uh, his performance suddenly warrants uh, him to be dropped from the squad find a scapegoat or something because mm-hmm. second second innings he got out a pretty good match lot of lot of other batsmen also might have got out that kind of a delivery came in and sort of left him hmm so now uh, the another last thing probably we'll talk uh, on part 1 of the podcast would be the fielding 
so uh, i think uh, the fielding standards somehow in the one day series also uh, and the the initial series also and in ipl also were quite low in especially catching so uh, your thoughts on uh, whether uh, what are the reasons one and second uh, does fielding coach take responsibility of uh, uh, such a dismal performance in fielding i think some responsibility has to take but of course you can tell that a slow moving fielder like pitish or or from another time manoj kapoor or inza mamul how can you make a cricketer suddenly an athlete as i say you need some kind of fast twitch muscles or whatever this to become an athlete how to make pitish suddenly an athlete so slow across the field it is uh, difficult but some responsibility perhaps is taken because india have consistently drop catches let it be in a slip garden like let it be somewhere in the deep uh, at, at various other fielding positions we have seen that is being dropped it could be something sort of technical someone who's better at it uh, in terms of fielding technicalities uh, might not be about it but Uh, he has to take some responsibility when catches go down again and again. Obviously, a slip fielder, someone like Bobby Simpson or Mark or or even from an Indian context, Azharuddin or Dravid, they, these guys ha- had those uh, great hands to take 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 slip catches. Uh, some of the fielders might not have the soft hands; they, they might sort of gra- try to grab it, like John T. Rhodes himself. Once or twice, try to try to field in a garden uh, and draw two three changes, and after that, South Africa didn't slotting uh, in the slip garden at all because he was not made for standing in slips. So one or two fielders might not have those great hands. So in that sense, it perhaps would be difficult turn them suddenly into good fielders. But somewhere, some responsibility has to be taken when so many catches get dropped. and also there was a point made that uh, in terms of practice also you need to practice in similar conditions and same angles so if let's say prithvi shaw is fielding at square leg he should practice uh, fielding at square leg so that the angles and the background he gets used to so maybe those things are not being taken care of no don't know what what, what is happening Uh, in terms of uh, what fielding coach is telling, it's, it's very hard to tell as an outsider what exactly is happening. Uh, obviously, that's something uh, you go to certain grounds, alien conditions, different angles, different dimensions come into play. When when you think of all those things, obviously fielding coach has to look at. There could be a lot of technical things that people perhaps don't exactly know much about. That's uh, uh, not being said, but. If you, some extent, you can cut slack. I feel little bit of slack because some of them, few, at least few of the Indian fielders, they seem to be slow moving across the slow moving cricketers. Uh, so in that sense, you could cut a bit of slack. But uh, some responsibilities somewhere uh, has to be taken. So I think uh, Prithvi Shaw's uh, exclusion might also uh, one of the reason might be the fielding also. uh because uh, uh he dropped labushain so uh that was a big miss and uh, think uh, those kind of things actually amplify your bad performances in terms of batting so if you are batting well you might get excused but if you are not batting well and also not fielding well <laughs> then there is a problem 
you can go back to a domestic cricket ranji trophy i've seen him drop quite a few chances that is why surprise you took that uh, very good catch in the warm up because mm. not known to take uh, uh, good catches it is not known to take is not known as a safe catch really even on good catch is not known to be safe catch he drops sitters it clangers drops so uh, bharat what is now according to you the road ahead for prithvi shaw the road ahead i think the best thing you can do is someone like prithvi shaw is waiting place national day uh, that's what i think you and driver suggested when this is not about prithvi shaw someone had asked i think in an interview or something that are you looking at technical changes or something uh, when he was under 19 coach or around that time he said he was mainly about trying to improve someone's mindset at, at when he's 20 or 19 22 it's very difficult to change someone's technique that be few tweaks can be done but i'm not too sure because prithvi shaw's foundation is based on something else based on something like uh, staying slightly if i'm talking in a layman's language this is about trying to stay slightly like side of the ball and trying to open up the offside this is a sort of game that perhaps doesn't go well or tailor made for conditions when the ball moves around a little bit of seam uh, when it when there's uh, when a baller generates some swing in that uh, it perhaps doesn't uh, go well so this is this game is made for something else the best thing you can do is such kind of player back in uh, just uh, be confident and keep going because if he gets going he can get big runs the other thing you can do with Shaw is uh, if he's again picked when the ball is moving around look at him as perhaps a number 5 or number 6 batsman and see how it goes it's a soft cock over a ball or something like that you can really come good if you can you might cause some damage uh, always mm. you must remember that within the sevars one test hundred in south africa where the ball does tell if you get that that thinking that slightly different leather is used i don't know how true it is uh, for kokabara but it does a bit definitely in south africa the one test hundred is start is at number 6 right in blofontein so i'm not saying so a similar mm. exactly similar kind of player maybe the raw version of sevag but his basics sort of are somewhat similar to Virender Sehwag and uh, Sachin Tendulkar that some were suggesting that is next Sachin Tendulkar. I don't think uh, he is because I saw Tendulkar at 17 or 18 and definitely had a, had a solid technique. At least in that sense, at least at the moment, it doesn't look like Tendulkar. If anything, it looks like the raw version of Sehwag. So that is something that I can look at in the future. That if he's going to play some moving ball, why not look at him as a... Number five, number six, pass can you can come in as a soft cover and cause a lot of damage with your forty balls. And I think he needs to really go back to the domestic cricket and pile up some runs also. So that will give him confidence rather than just touring with the team and not playing. That doesn't really solve his problem. Uh, that's one way of looking at it. But the another thing is. Would it really challenge him domestic cricket going back to domestic cricket? If def- I'm not even sure, he'll definitely get a lot of runs. Mm. Uh, and will it really challenge him? We can also go the other way. For example, I remember uh, when Marco retired uh, in 2002, he went back. Had to, he played one season or something domestic cricket. Afterwards, uh, he said that he didn't really challenge him anymore. Domestic cricket didn't really challenge him. And, He just gave it up after, after one season. One season, so 
Uh, would it, yes, he, he might get plenty of runs, his partners might be back, but would it really challenge him of, of playing international uh, level sort of batsman, fast bowler? So, in that sense, that's another way of looking at it is uh, perhaps if he uh, goes on with the Indian team or if he tours a few, few countries, he might learn something. Uh, and in the 96 uh, season, uh, VVS Lakshman played for a second 11 in club cricket in UK. So, will such a stint help Prithvi or it will again further have problem? Oh, what do you feel at this stage? It could definitely help. So, for example, Pujara played a couple of seasons in county cricket early, early, during early May or something like that. A couple of seasons actually struggled one or two seasons. But it was in early April or early May around that time. So the ball, uh, the wickets were fresh and he was getting out early. But it helped him to get used to the conditions, sort of. We could see in 2018 when India toured England, he did uh, perform well in one test yeah. or something like that. So it, it, definitely different conditions. Uh, even if he gets out for so two, three zeros, you at least understand. It would be able to gauge conditions. The different conditions, like the Duke's ball. Even if it is not county cricket, let it be club cricket, he's still facing the Dukes, right? So uh, he, he would definitely uh, sort of great cricket or whatever. He would get sort of get used to different conditions that definitely could help such a stint. But uh, would the modern day Indian uh, batsmen take such stints? Uh, of course, a few of them go to county cricket, but with IPL around and uh, uh, at least county cricket, you know, IPL is usually played around April, May. So, how yes, much time uh, window. So, but uh, I think uh, India can still recognize two or three players who are like exclusively playing red ball and they should at least go for county cricket every year. So that mm-hmm. might actually help the test team in the long run. Definitely. So, like uh, a Hanuma Vihari and a Pujara should ideally be mm-hmm. playing county cricket. It could be even ballers because Ishan Sharma went there and uh, Jason mm-hmm. helped him as well. Even so Ashwin. Uh, yeah, Ashwin. You can pick up something from coaches. Yeah, you can pick up something from even coaches or something. Something it could be a, a part for the matter. As Zaid Khan said, in county cricket, he plays day in and day out. So many games he plays. He gets used to the fast bowler, gets used to the rigor of the bowling. Uh, more ball, the better it is for any ball. And I think there is no negative. Yes. You will only learn and improve if you're going there. So if you're concentrating on test cricket, it will definitely help you. So Manju, over to you. I, I would like to start by uh, with the history of Melbourne, as it's the ground which has uh, the largest capacity down under, at least till recently, till it was uh, eclipsed by the Motera Stadium. And it still has it quite close to 90,000 spectator capacity. And uh, it also witnessed the first ever test match to be played. So, your memories of Melbourne over the years? Over the years, Melbourne, one of them would be first one would be Australia's West Indies. I don't have much uh, memory of India or Australia. 91-92. First one I really remember is 1993 Australia West Indies. Cracked up pitch. Uh, I think uh, Marqua kept uh, ramping uh, West Indies fastballs on slip card and he was dropped a few times, but he kept ramping them on slip card and then Border got a 
hundred uh, also, I think, and then Austin uh, Spinners perhaps came through and won that test. That was the first real memory I have. Uh, and after that, uh, obviously, there have been lots of very good test matches. Uh, 96, 97, Katri Ambrose, I think, ran through Australia. Uh, he was under fire, he was under pressure, he was not, really, not performing as well as everyone thought he would. And he really ripped through Australia. Medgar then ripped through. But uh, West Indies fast was a tumor thing for Australia and won the test. Uh, then Jack Alice got, I think, his maybe made in test in 97-98. Nostrans really tried to sledge him. I, I think that is when he became, I thought that is when he really became that great cricketer. Until then, it seemed as if that perhaps uh, once or twice, it seemed as if college, college didn't really, I didn't exactly believe in his ability. But that century, when Nostrans really stepped in, he sort of became a different uh, kind of batsman, different kind of cricketer. Obviously, 99-2000, he didn't go well, didn't go well at all, if you remember correctly, for India other than uh, Tendulkar's uh, 100. Uh, what else? 2000-2003-04, again, there is a sort of collapse. In the India, sort of suffered a collapse. Then there is, I think if I remember correctly, Dale Stain uh, once uh, generated a lot of reverse swing. Uh, and uh, got a 10 minute hall, used the angles and generated reverse swing and uh, South Africa won that test. So there have been some memorable tests, but recently, obviously, MCJ has come under fire for uh, some tire tracks, mm -hmm. you know, drop in pitches 2017 18 ashes. Uh, we saw that it was a sort of dead deck, slow deck. Alice Cook got that. Uh, uh, big, uh, big hundred, big, 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 uh, massive score, uh, big double, double time. He got that, so he sort of slowed down the track. Uh, There's a little bit in it last time around uh, when Australia played New Zealand, but uh, that thing, something perhaps doesn't help with uh, sort of Palasim or or a great stadium like MCG that the pitch is when the pitch is flat, uh, it doesn't make for great breathing even though. So many spectators come to watch that boxing day test. So that is something perhaps curator uh, pages to look at. And there was a domestic game uh, in 2019 uh, in November between uh, Western Australia and uh, a new uh, uh, Western Australia and Victoria. And three Western Australian batsmen were struck by the ball. So after that, has the wicket improved or? Uh, you yes, faintly remember that game. Uh, it's, it's an early season game, if I remember correctly. Uh, and uh, the ball seemed to behave uh, sort of awkwardly off the surface. It's definitely, as I said, the Austin and New Zealand test match last year. It seemed to do a little more for the seamers. It was not moving around zigzag. It was still a slow track. But it definitely did a little more of the seam, at least. And that's the most you can expect from perhaps MCG, even if you go back to the 90s. It wasn't known as a quick track. I think you have to go back to some Graham McKenzie days or Patoli days when, when he took on Graham McKenzie with India tottering at 25 or 5. I, then, you, then they prepared a green seamer. I think they perhaps prepared that green seamer because uh, India didn't have fast bowlers at that time. So that could be the reason. Uh, but once the drop in wickets have come, I don't remember 
even from 97 or whatever in south africa to australia any quickly paid in attendances but uh, did a little bit of the same last last year so considering this pitch uh, you will uh, feel three seamers will be an ideal combination on this uh, track and how do you expect them to rotate or bowl together most likely our look at the three seamers only uh, unless it's a very slow turner or something then then uh, in then think tank think think tank might think of uh, if you look at it logically they might think of picking a spinner in that sense how do you look at mcg one one point you look at is in 2018 19 when india toured australia and uh, won that test uh, mohammad shami got uh, contrast swing i think if i remember it correctly so if it's a sort of slow track you might do a little bit of the same uh, sorry a little bit of in there uh, once the ball goes gets old uh, we have seen that in at mcg obviously does a little bit uh, that uh, the old ball So in that sense, uh, might be slightly Indian Indian seamers, uh, Indian faces might like it slightly. Even though Shami is now not there, but there is still Omesh Yadav who can generate some reversing. So it could be conditions could be slightly different, say compared to Adelaide. Still, go back to basics with a new ball. Uh, look at top of off stump, around off stump, around a good length area, and then once the ball gets old. unless it is really swinging in the air the old ball which happened in 2018 19 i think uh, even in 2017 18 ashes uh, james sanderson got a little bit just a hint of reverse swing uh, with the old ball so it does a little bit uh, perhaps the old ball but you still look at uh, with a kokabara soft ball look you still look at bowling in the channel the old kokabara so that could be so Uh, with regards to spinners any special strategy or you will feel that they will come into play later in the game i think the the, the, the if you look at 2018 19 the conditions it was slow slow turn was there so the spinner might have a chance or two last year also i think there's uh, just a little bit in it for spinners but whatever spinners would get i think it could be sort of slow turn so perhaps if they are waiting game it won't be like Say the Gabba or Nathan Lyon can come in. I'm I'm thinking of someone who can get a little bit of kick. Or even in Adelaide, when Ashwin got some purchases, I think whatever will happen at MCG to be sort of slow turn. And usually MCG is a result-oriented ground. So what are the factors contributing to getting a result? Uh, like there have been few exciting draws, even a close game where West Indies won by a run. Uh, but apart from that, uh, so not many draws here. Yeah, just look at see MCG has a vast history. So if you look at it in that way, uh, conditions might have changed over over a period of time. So it would be better to look at what has happened in the uh, recent past, uh, right? The last two three years, rather than going right back into some other time. What what you have seen is. Uh, This considered two, three test matches. 2017-18 Ashes. That was a deck. They said Dodo deck. Deck. Obviously, it came under a lot of fire, and uh, I think it was rated as poor. The pitch was slightly rated as poor. Uh, 2018-19. I think it was slightly better in the sense that at least in a default way, whatever Indian bowlers got something out of the world ball. Uh, 
uh, and uh, they won that test obviously important test victory for india last time around australia new zealand usually australia new zealand test matches usually goes in australia's favor only and uh, pacers seem to get a little more uh, from the surface so what could be contributing factors uh, one could be in 2018 19 when india won that test got runs on the board i think that could be a contributing factor win the toss get runs on the board 450 whatever even if it takes 150 or so on get for a 450 500 scoreboard pressure uh, scoreboard pressure after after, the, after that uh, or crack, crack might develop few indentations slow track Locational delivery might hold up, which again happened in 2018-19, and that could uh, play a role. Uh, so, uh, the, you think it will be a safe option to win the toss and bat first on on the MCG? Yeah, I, w- I would definitely think so. I expect uh, decent to good conditions for batting. So, so there will be no uh, no compelling reason to change the mind, uh, the captain, and bowl first or. And when I I don't think I have seen a green seamer at MCG. At least a green seamer I haven't seen. The closest it perhaps came down to I have seen it is is the 99-2000 test between uh, India and Australia where they seemed to leave some grass at least. But mm. when that wasn't a green seamer, I don't think I have seen a green seamer in 25 or whatever years at MCG. So, Bharat, so after the gap. So let's say if India Hi. lose the toss, do you still see uh, India being able to uh, win it or uh, make an impact uh, right. if they're bowling first? The best you can do is I think at MCG it's more about a compared to day-night test in Adelaide, I think it's more about the waiting game. The MCG, I think that's the best thing India can do. Just play the waiting game. Hope that they'll get bowled out for 300, 220 or whatever. Best thing to do at MCG is you know, first things get 400, 450 runs on the board. I'm pretty sure if it, uh, even in the Dead Desert Odo, uh, on the Dead Desert Odo track, track in 2017 18, in the Dashes, after Australia had bowled out for some 360 or something, England got 450. The first things, of course, they're so flat that Australia again uh, uh, 500 or whatever they got in the first thing, but after that, Australia again batted. Well, because the track was too flat. So, the best thing you can do is ball out the opponent uh, if you're bowling first for around 320, 350, and then hope to get a lead of say 100 or something. So, so digging out a few old games uh, for Indian fans, uh, India won uh, two tests in 78 and 81. So, any memories of those games, like which what you may have read? Because they, they both the games India batted first, and of course, initially there was Bedi and Chandra to do the damage. The 80, the, of course, the famous one is that 80, 81, mm. 81, because uh, there was a good Austin side, right? Had uh, enough class players. Uh, Vishwanath was struggling for, um, if I'm not mistaken, he got uh, some runs in that test. Yes. He was really struggling for form, but he came good. Obviously, that test match is known for some controversy as well. Gavaskar was batting. Yeah. Gavaskar was batting uh, really well, and then he was wrongly given out. And then sort of uh, banter, whatever you want to call it, verbal sort of banter, uh, sort of with the Dennis Tilly, wanted to go off Tilly. 
Chetan Chavan. And then uh, I think it's being commander, the manager for a film in Saif Firman Yastin to come, come into play. And it was he who sort of asked if I remember uh, from whatever I have read for Gavaskar to keep playing. And then India were chasing the lowest target. Kapil Dev was injured. Maybe I'm still 100% sure. But he was definitely injured. Uh, but came roaring in, I think he was slightly quicker from the highlights, whatever I watched, YouTube highlights, he got quicker than he usually would do. Uh, and the tracks had developed then. Uh, Kassan Gauri also played a role, uh, I remember yeah. that, but uh, great shape clouds. Uh, and Doshri also pulled uh, tightly. And uh, that was, I think, that's one of India's greatest ever victories mm. away from home. The other one, obviously, it was a uh, Parker, uh, it Australian have Parker stars, but it doesn't take anything away from India's achievement. Australian players like Sargent, uh, Bob Simpson was a uh, captain, he had come back. Mm. Austin set up to captain this inside. Kim Hughes was there, perhaps. Uh, Tuhi was there, Peter Tuhi. Jeff mm. Thompson was around, uh, most likely was around because uh, I think he had a contract with uh, ABC Radio or something like that, so National Radio, whatever. That's why yeah. I, he didn't play in the park, and that could be the reason. But he bowled fast uh, from whatever I've read. Wine uh, Clark was perhaps there. And Indian mm-hmm. did the damage, and he had to win that test, actually. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, to play, play in the series, and I think that's Bill Brady, the Thundershakers of the Indian team, uh, just ran through. So, obviously, but the most famous one would be. So, any reason you feel for the spinner's success on these games? Like Doshi bowled well and Bedi Chandra also bowled well? Even those days, known to be the track was known uh, as a track where you get at least slow turn. But one thing you notice when you notice YouTube highlights, if you go to YouTube and watch some highlights, you see a few more cracks. Those were not drop index, uh, so yeah. that could be reason. So a few more cracks around, so that perhaps helps spinners to come into play. So Stunit, uh, you have any more questions about the venue? No, I think uh, you have covered most, uh, but uh, I think. Uh, one question I would have for Bharat is what would be his most uh, memorable game at uh, MCG? Whatever I've seen. Yeah. Most memorable. Uh, or most exciting, you think? Most exciting, if you just look at it from a sort of neutral point of view, it could be that South Africa's latest in the late 2000s, uh, 2008. Nine, uh, Dale Stain rolled a great spell of river swing and it was batted well, if I remember correctly, alongside Tony. And they came back from behind and won that test. Uh, that was, I think, one of the best test matches one has seen at uh, MCG. But whatever I've seen at MCG, it is, uh, if you look at it as a spectacle, uh, it's sort of slow moving, slightly slow moving game you expect. You don't expect. Uh, so I had in sort of cricket where uh, what you saw, saw in Adelaide in three days, day night test, 
this part over so it would be sort of sort of slow going game and it's to play the waiting game and it's hope that once the ball gets sold it's not something like that as the big for day stay i think that would be one of the best matches and uh, which indian batsman uh, would you say uh, is high, uh, more likely to perform well here given the techniques i think i would look at uh, cheteshwar pujara this is exactly the kind of batsman for this kind of pitch even if you look at 2000 Uh, 17 18 ashes it is alistair cook who got those runs and he is again known as someone who can stone ball for long periods of time and this is something i expect from pujara as well which he did in 2018 these are the kind of batsmen i think will look at at mcg so perhaps a game of patience we we'll think of at mcg how to get through slightly tricky periods where you might uh, see some 15 20 dot balls you still have to get through such periods mm. so this is a kind of curious kind of wicket where perhaps a bowler won't be able to run through or rip through or clean through uh, rip through the cream of the opposition uh, batting lineup uh, but it's a sort of track where batsman gets in you can get big scores and uh, what about uh, the danger of nathan loyan especially in uh, second innings do you think he would be uh, a lot more uh, effective in the second innings and india should be actually thinking about how to counter him he would be there and there about so definitely ball is controlled but if you think of nathan loyan think of kind of uh, kicking bounce kind of imparts imparts or you look at tracks perhaps tracks like for new perth stadium or the cup or even the adelaide test where occasionally you get a little more bound mcg will be there and there about so still uh, get into the game with the second innings i will take few wickets slow turn let's expect slow turn but perhaps oh, don't expect him to just uh, rip to a side uh, such conditions so about perhaps when it comes to line batsman maybe they have to look at uh, sort of playing him out uh, long spells because it's, it's more about say, i think the patient game stadium like i said also uh, from a batting point of view do you think we'll see high run rates or uh, and especially uh, how uh, in the first test we saw that suddenly both the teams actually had run rates uh, quite low but australia is historically known At, uh, for uh, tests where uh, run rate is in uh, closer to four, so you think we should expect to see something like that? I think MCG is uh, always one uh, one one of those grounds in Australia which is more as a sort of a slow moving. You most likely get slow moving game comparatively. So I'm not too sure we'll get uh, such uh, such high score. So not high, not high, not high score. I'm saying. But I don't. I don't exactly. Okay. And also, like uh, we saw Shubman Gill uh, in the practice game, he was actually scoring at uh, almost run a ball uh, kind of an innings. So, do you think those kind of innings uh, should be uh, he would be able to pay, or he should change his strategy and try to look at a more uh, building up of the innings and starting slow? the new ball i think would come into come on to the bat which is good so in that sense to see he fights 
start well against the new ball because the ball won't we won't expect much movement of the team at the MTG. So you you expect Gil to score quickly maybe against the new new ball, but uh, once once the ball gets sold, I think it will get uh, uh, slightly tougher. Obviously, the Kokovara will do a little bit of, of the pitch, but at MCG and all, you don't expect much movement. So, at least in the new ball, you perhaps expect uh, Gil to score at a decent rate and then uh, sort of uh, look at him as someone who can play long against if he really wants to go there. And uh, lastly, uh, something that we missed in part one. We talked about the Indian squad, but we uh, forgot to talk about the Australian, uh, Australian squad and the changes. So I think Warner walks uh, back into the squad. Uh, I think he's available. So who goes out uh, uh, and who does he replace? You see, David Warner as I said is still like one problem. So not if even though he's very hopeful, I'm not hundred percent sure about his availability in that sense. Uh, yeah, of course he's very hopeful. Uh, but if you look at it, Justin Langer keeps backing uh, Burns. So, just from that indicator, who knows, they might uh, keep uh, Burns and uh, take out Green, though Green sort of adds uh, adds to the side in terms of balance, but they, they might just look at it as, as an option because Langer seems to be a fan of uh, Burns. Okay. So, uh, so who gets dropped? Wade, according to you, will get dropped then? Green, I thought. Uh, oh, so Green, okay. Uh, He's also Langer also seems to be a fan of the Wade as a guard. Okay, so there's another thought process that uh, Head might get dropped and Wade goes uh, to play in the middle order. So uh, any yeah. thoughts on that? That could also be an option. Sort of. Obviously, Ashwin had seemed to have the upper end against him in the opening test, and the left hander uh, with Ashwin coming into play. Mm. That could be a factor as well. If one is available, definitely start backing. But mm. what what I see sports, whatever courts have seen over the last few days, uh, the last one week or so, Justin Langer seems to be quite a bit of fan of Burns. So, hmm. uh, in that sense, I'm just guessing, taking an educated guess, uh, that uh, he might back him again after 50 years. So let's hope that uh, uh, Warner is still not fit, and I think that will be the best thing for the Indians. At least we don't really want another player uh, start. Yeah, more headache for the bowlers. Yes, yeah. If David Warner gets in on in Australian conditions, having to wait, then excuse me, Lebushan and all these guys. Manju, your last question. Yeah, the last one is, uh, since we all are waking up to the possibility of climate change, uh, there was a report by which has come in Wisdom uh, called Playing It by the Clock. So in that, they said that the Boxing Day test and the other venues, Perth and Adelaide, are experiencing warmer summers. So do you feel this will change anything in the team approach or the conditions? It might, in a sense, get, know, how, how, what kind of pitch someone like Paige will put. Prepare, but if it's a slightly dry pitch, warmer conditions, you could see those couple of cracks coming into play. Uh, there is something we have always seen in Australia, like it, even uh, in the 90s, we have seen 
the warmer conditions around nostrils you see few cracks or face crack might develop so that's a definitely play part nostril conditions have been sort of whatever i've heard uh, reports and all conditions have been quite warmer uh, uh, relatively warmer for a period of time in the recent past so that could be in a few more cracks in the patients and uh, will it have any bearing on our seamers like will they be rotated more often or uh, that way yeah warmer climate obviously you you have to look at uh, rotating the bolus that might also have i don't know whether that would play a part but it might also play a part in india picking the five bolus if you really want to go that way uh, the rotation sort of rot- rotate the bolus with one with spinner or two spinners uh doing the holding role for a while okay so uh last question bharat if we if they go with five bowlers let's say jadeja comes in so uh, who would you uh, pick for the like who would you drop you have to pick jadeja yeah if i have to pick uh, jadeja that's really tough one if i have to really uh, i'm not too sure first of all i would uh taking i decide but if i really picking then i think it could be colis place only if i have to look at it that way because i'm not too sure i would want to make hanuman vihari scapegoat so what happened hmm. first things obviously you can criticize him that he that didn't really load or release his back foot so his front foot was on the move and then a little bit of the second innings pretty good not so i don't want to make it skateboard of instead but even though reports are saying that if they have to pick jadeja it looks like anuma where is the drop that's as, as per sources let me add that it's not reports mm-hmm. so great i think uh, we've uh, covered the venue and uh, uh, the pitch and the history and all those things so uh, great uh, thank you bharat uh, for giving us uh, again a very different perspective uh, because uh, a lot of previews just talk about uh, the team and the strategies but venue is also really important so really good to uh, get your views on that and uh, uh, we hope you we hope to uh, have you back uh, before the third test as well okay uh, good night and uh, thanks manju and uh, we'll see you yeah, soon yeah thank you thanks sunil <laughs> sorry didn't get you bharat can you repeat sorry for all the noise yeah sorry no, for no. all the noise no 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 problem no, no that's no. okay that's part and parcel Already, there's a lot of noise after 36 all out there is a lot <laughs> of noise and there's a 36 year old keeper who's got